Hello and welcome to another episode of Pixel Pals. My name is Zach, and today I'm joined by my two good friends, Xanadude and Oh, hi, I'm Adam. Hey, Adam. And Zach, now what are we going to be talking about today? Um, so there's this little TV show that just came out over the weekend. It's called The Last of Us. It's like no big deal. Um, so all three of us are huge Last of Us fans to begin with. We all watched the episode. And we're just going to, today's just going to be a review of episode one of The Last of Us. We're really just going to kind of break it down, talk about the Easter eggs, what they changed, what they didn't change, all that good stuff. Now, I'm under the impression that this was a video game before a TV show. Zach, can you confirm that for uh, us? Believe it or not, yeah, there's actually a video game and a sequel. And they even have a little comic book adaptation. Uh, well, not an adaptation, but they have a comic book tie-in for the world as well. So I said that as a joke. I genu I don't know if you knew that, no, Adam, I but I did not know about the comic book. Yeah, yeah, it's called, um, it's called the American American Daughters or some shit like that. It's about, it's about like, like Ellie, like, like you know, leading... It's about like Ellie and Marlene's relationship and like how they know each other, and it's like leading up to when she gets bit. It's like uh, a, the daughters of the American Revolution, uh, it's yeah, just yeah. like well, Gilmore Girls, exactly. Yeah, like Gilmore Girls. Last of Us is very derivative of Gilmore Girls. I don't know if you knew that. In this essay, I will. <laughs> All right, we are gonna roll the uh, title music, and when we come back from this break, uh, we will be discussing the last. Pixel Pals. We are talking about The Last of Us, and I don't know about you guys, but I kind of liked it. What about you? Yeah, man. Holy smokes. It was... I I was, like, hesitantly optimistic about it, because I know Neil Druckmann, who directed and wrote the first game, is very heavily involved in this one as well. So, I was hesitantly optimistic. I think the reason why a lot of video game adaptations don't work is because video games are a lot of the times already lacking in story and it's the gameplay that really makes it stand out um but the last of us was kind of the first game that was ever really toted as a cinematic experience so i always thought and i've said before the show was even greenlit if they're gonna do a tv show video game it should do the last of us because it's basically already a tv show um but yeah i i fucking loved it i i was blown away yeah no it was very good it was probably the most I've been into a show after the first episode in a very, very long time. Um, I know, uh, what's his name? I tried looking him up here real quick. Craig Mason? Is that Craig the one Mason, that did yeah, um, uh... Chernobyl as well? Is that the one that did Chernobyl as well? Craig yes. Mason? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, um, that was the last time I was like into a show so much in, like, in the first episode. Um, but no, it was done very well. They kept a lot of things uh, very close to what it was like in the game. And they added only things that really felt like they could have been added and fit in pretty well. Do you know what he also directed? Not a clue. Have you ever seen the superhero movie with Drake Bell? Oh my God. Shut the Drake <laughs> He Bell. directed that movie. I saw that on Twitter and I was like, they're just gaslighting me. I, this isn't real. <laughs> and then I literally just looked it up as you guys talking about it. I don't know if I'm thinking about that. Um, yeah, the monitoring went out, but it, you're still being recorded. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> ah, that's awkward. Um, oh, there it is. 
what was he, the Firefly? Was that the... The Dragonfly. That, yeah, the Dragonfly, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, the yeah, Dragonfly, yeah. I got yep. Firefly on the mind. Yeah. <laughs> Very on brand. And I totally won't edit that out, by the way, so we're all just going to have to deal with whatever that conversation is that me and Zach Oh, had. what the... No, I'm just kidding. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Um, yeah, no, I thought um, the things that I liked about it were mostly just that they ripped like certain things scene for scene from the game but i liked the extra things that they added as well there are a couple changes there was some that i really liked others that i didn't uh and i'm sure we'll talk about that as we kind of go further in i think everybody did a phenomenal job as far as like actor wise but i want to see who you all think was like the best version from the video game so like who do you think did the best job playing obviously the person that they are you know inspired by the video game i'll let you guys go first I mean, I'll say probably because he's the person that we got to see the most during the full episode. I think Pedro Pascal did a fantastic Joel. Okay. Um, it seems a little bit different from the Joel we get in the game, but not so much. And yeah, I, I loved his portrayal so far. I thought it was, I thought Sarah, honestly. I, I, yeah, so I thought Sarah did a really good job. And I, I actually forgot to include Joel's brother in the notes. Um, but oh, I yeah, think Tommy. That, yeah, I, I think Tommy was great. Too. I think Tommy, dude, he sounded yeah. like exactly when you get like the him. phone call. To go um, bail him out of prison, I was like, "That's I." I couldn't tell if they just pulled that voice line directly yeah. from the game. It sounded exactly like him. Fun fact: they could have because the voice actor that played Tommy was actually the actor who uh, the guy run, who was no who's running the radio room later in the episode. Oh no! Oh, shit, really? Yeah, that, that's the voice actor that plays Tommy in the game. That's so funny. Oh, that, I didn't recognize his face. Yep. As that cool. Um, Thank, thanks, Ryan Airy, for Screen Crush for that. One. Fuck yeah, Ryan Airy. <laughs> Ryan Airy rocks. Um, I mine is also gonna be Sarah. I thought Sarah did. Uh, I thought Nico Parker, who was the actress that plays Sarah, I thought she did a fucking amazing job. Um, somehow, uh, her uh, spoilers. By the way, we will be spoiling the fucking crap out of this episode. She dies. Oh yeah, she dies. <laughs> um, she did get and I thought that her death is even sadder than in the game. No, I, yeah. I also thought I was that. like, this is way worse. I, I think one of the reasons up. why I felt more sad about it yeah, was like because straight of her. 30 minutes straight yeah. of this backstory. She's this nice, kind kid, you know, doing all the stuff that Which, little That's like one of the changes that I really liked. I like that we got to see like because I'm sure like like, oh, this was an idea that they had and they just couldn't get it into the game because uh, I feel like her going to school wouldn't be very fun to play, but I liked all that stuff um, with her going to school, her stealing her dad's money to get the watch fixed. <laughs> that was funny because yeah. what you know, what twelve year old has money to go fix a watch? Like right. none. Um, I liked uh, like her going to the neighbor's house and seeing the freaking grandma like slowly starting. Oh to turn. my god! Blurred old people in the background is my least favorite horror with trope. Their, with their uh, mouth gaping wide open. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's like the uh, I think it was like the the second conjuring where there's like the the, the yep. ghost old guy shows up in the chair behind in some show. Oh, um, my little fun fact: Nico Parker is the daughter of Tandy Newton. Who's now? Who's Tandy Newton? Uh, Tandy Newton is one of these stars in Westworld. Now, which is the no Westworld, Westworld is the HBO. Show. I know. I've, I've seen that. <laughs> but it's just funny, like like you know, talking about like the HBO family, like you know, Pedro Pascal, he was in Game of Thrones. Bella Ramsey, who plays Ellie, they were also in Game of Thrones. Like it's just like, just like it's like the content pipeline. Of yeah, like, we yeah. know you just wrapped up on this season. What are you doing next week? Right, you got exactly. A bang exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I also. So, what do you guys think of the the very first, like the opening scene the cold of them? Open. The, well, yes, the, the cold open of them doing the interview. That like, went hard, like, hard as hell. It did. Star, starring John Hanna from The Mummy. Yes, I was just <laughs> beat me to it. Yes, the, yes, he was from The Mummy. Um, I liked, I liked the whole thing where they were talking about, 
pandemics, which again, I think is just perfect timing. We're just getting out of one spoilers. Um, and he goes, yeah, well, let me tell you about fungi. And everybody starts making fun of him. And he goes, well, no, no, no. The only reason why these don't affect us mm-hmm. is because the, the world isn't warm enough yet. Yeah. Fast forward to 2003 when global warming just happens. And <laughs> all of a sudden, oh, damn, the world's warm enough for the fungus to evolve, at least in this world, to now affect us. Which I just, I thought that went hard as fuck. Yeah. I don't know if either of you knew this when you asked me to be on this episode, but I I, I do have mycophobia. I am terrified of fungus. Um, really? Mushrooms in my yard, I will not, I won't deal with them, or I'll just like mow over them very quickly without looking. Um, I, I Mushrooms are absolutely terrifying to me. Um, they also taste gross on pizza. They do. Um, so, wow, you're going to have a really tough time when next oh, yeah. episode it's like 17 clickers. Oh, absolutely. No, 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 no. That was, the clickers are the, are probably my like quintessential... Uh, like like the worst villain or uh, antagonist type entity in any video game I've ever played. Before. Yeah, it's like what it, if it's, what if this weird looking thing that you really severely had a mushroom had face. legs and could run at you exactly and also screamed. Yeah, <laughs> what if Toad were terrified? Yeah. I mean, Pretty he already much. kind of is. Yeah, I already got it. Um, so this was one of the biggest releases that HBO's ever had. Very yes. successful. Um, yeah, it was I the think... second biggest, I think, is what they said, right? I'm, I saw third biggest because Boardwalk Empire was big back in the day. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I saw like I saw it was the second biggest premiere um, right behind, I think it was like 17 million, right behind House of the Dragons. Oh, yes. Million. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and then they beat out Euphoria, so we got all those Gen Zers, yeah, everybody. Yeah, take that, take that. 12-year-olds. Back off Zendaya. Um, and I think that this specifically just shows, it really, like, rubs it in the nose of, like, Halo fans and, like, Resident <laughs> Evil fans, because they both got shitty TV shows this year. I don't know if you watch, I don't know if either of you tried to watch the Halo show. No. I made it 12 minutes. I timed it, <laughs> because I heard it was bad, and I was like, yeah, it can't be that bad, but it's Master Chief, shoot yeah. and pew right. pew. Uh, no, it was bad. It was <laughs> really really bad but so um that again i think goes to my point earlier where most games the thing that make them great is the cool gameplay and that doesn't translate well into tv resident evil great gameplay halo great gameplay tell me the fucking story of halo couldn't exactly because it sucks oh, like, it, like, so like, there's the covenant the covenant are bad guys uh-huh. um and they assault earth uh-huh. and then master chief good guy yeah, that's not an I interesting just, story. I know. Though. I summed up six games. For <laughs> but, you. And, and then there's also like mushroom like things towards the end of it. I got, yeah. I gave up. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's my point. Where like that's why like a lot of the times these shows and movies are ass because they're trying to be faithful to the source material, but there's not a lot, and then they just end up making a shitty movie. Right. Um, Do you think it's going to be tough that this first episode was so strong and it has such a good review that? eventually it might not be able to live up to expectations or do you think that this is no. just a solid start to an otherwise very successful no, show no it's going to be a solid start to a solid show yeah. i mean I, if they're going to if they're doing what i think they're doing which is fleshing out all of the different side characters cuz for all intents and purposes we follow Joel yeah. the whole time which for tv that might not be super duper interesting hence why we see Ellie chained to a fucking radiator yeah. <laughs> in this like yeah. in so, and we see Tess being interrogated, and we see this, and we see that. So, I have a feeling that they're going to be showing us, this is what these characters were doing when you were off doing this as Joel at another time in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so, which is going to flesh out the world even more. I think we're going to see a lot more of Bill doing Bill things before Bill shows up to help Joel. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see a lot of 
the evil cannibals when what they were doing in between. Uh, so that's my prediction of like the big changes that they're really making. I don't think it's really changes. I think it's just their flesh. They're adding story elements that we haven't seen yet. I like the idea of evil cannibals as if there's good cannibals. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> hey, we ask them first, okay? You know, they. they... <laughs> Um, yeah, it's cool though, right? <laughs> so I want to see what people think about Sony launching some other, you know, successful gaming franchises as TV shows. If you didn't know, now you know. God of War and Horizon are slated to be the next two shows that are created. I mean, from Sony's, you know, IPs. Um, I, for one, believe that Horizon is probably going to be a banger, 10 out of 10, because that game feels like a movie to me. Already, I already feel like the medium for that is better as a TV show because yeah, I Zach, this is not a video. <laughs> we don't have video, Zach. You need tell to, him what I'm doing. Tell the viewers. He's shaking his head. He's grumpy, grumpy boy. I, I think do not agree at all. I personally think that the Horizon. There's so much story to to tell. It's all story. Okay. Yes, but again, this goes back to what like as a Horizon fan. The core of the gameplay is you're hunting machines constantly. Yeah, but that's like a third of what actually happens in the game. Story-wise, yeah, but the game, you're going from one story place to another. What are you doing? You're fucking hunting machines. Like, that's going to be boring as fuck to watch. I'm going to get so sick of that shit. But then I'm going to be mad it's like, well, she's a huntress and blah, blah, blah. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. It could work. I don't know. I don't think it will. God of War, though. I think it will. Well, I'm glad we... Not an echo chamber. Okay? We can't always agree with each other. All I don't get, yeah, I just, I, I would be very worried about a Horizon show. Adam, Adam, Adam have you played and God of War or um? So I'm on the opposite spectrum from Zach here because I, well, first off, my thoughts on Horizon are I have not played it. Um, God of War, however, I don't think will be a good TV show. I don't think anyone can play Kratos the way that Kratos needs to be played. That Christopher Judge and Christopher Judge can play Kratos. And CGI can handle Kratos. Ah, no one has the physique or the presence that Kratos has in those games. And also the way, especially the newer games, how they're told with a single shot. Everything works so well together as a video game. I don't think that would translate well to a television show or a movie. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I would love for there to be a good God of War uh, TV show or movie. But um, I, I don't think that's happening. And as far as Horizon goes, I I, I agree with Adam. I think if they could somehow get Dave Bautista and then just use, still use Christopher Judge's voice, voice for him, yes. I'm like, that's the only way I could see it yeah. working. Or like, like Jason Momoa. Yeah, like, hey, like, Jason, don't actually say anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you're going to need to get really good at lip reading and like yeah. mouthing your words. Yeah. Um, um, all right. So I do we want to just kind of like try to go scene by scene, maybe talk about changes, Easter eggs that we see? I mean, like scene by scene is going to be a lot, but like, like the big set pieces like Sarah and then Joel in Boston and then them leaving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I forgot that this game takes place in Boston too. Mm -hmm. We're all from Massachusetts here. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> like when I for the first time I played Fallout 4 and I was like, oh, this Fenway Park. I know that. <laughs> Holy smokes in there. <laughs> I died in the city. It's just the green monster. Yeah. I, I turned to, uh, to my wife uh, when I was watching and she came out from work. She had to work today. I didn't. Um, nice. and, I, and I was like, mushrooms. Texas and Boston. I hate this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is awful. Um, <laughs> really the least favorite thing. This was very unrealistic because not no one had a really annoying Boston accent. Um, like no one. I know. Listen, I know that we're several years in the future, dystopian. We're not. Like, it's twenty twenty three. But 
if you know people from Boston, they will hold on to that for the death of them. Oh, so absolutely. I have a theory as to why there's no Boston accent. Because we've evolved past the need for that. No, um, if you've played the games, almost all the fucking quarantine zones are gone. Like, everybody fucking revolted and said, this sucks, don't want to be here anymore. Quarantine zones fell. Boston's the last real safe haven in America. That's one of the only remaining quarantine yeah. zones. All the other ones are gone, so everybody's probably flocking to that one for oh, safety. Okay. So, it's, so like it's people all over the country. So it's like an is my situation. guess. Um, but also, if everyone had a Boston accent, no one would like the game or the movie, <laughs> yeah, and everyone yeah. would just shut it off after 10 minutes. So I wanted to see if you guys caught this. There's no spores. So how is the virus being spread in the early stages? There's no spores to be inhaled. Because in the game, there were two ways to get infected. You breathe in a bunch of spores, or you get bit in a non-lethal spot and you turn. So, how are the first people getting infected? How do you know there's no spores? They, they've come out and said it in interviews that there's no spores. Oh, okay. See, I didn't see that. They didn't yes. want to do the gas mask thing and hide everybody, all the actors' faces and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so, I will tell you. They're constantly talking about Jakarta. They're, they were talking about this problem in Jakarta. Something about faulty flour. What what um do we use flour for to make? That's like the main thing. Cake. Cake and bread. Bread. I'm so fat. So, <laughs> so I thought that was a trick question. I was like, no. eh, wrong. So, contaminated flour is I a listen, contaminated follow me here. Contaminated flour is what causes the early like the first people, I think, to get infected because the grandma, they're feeding her biscuits constantly. How does she get how you get sick then? By eating the by eating the faulty flour. They make cookies, and Sarah's like, "Ah, oh, no, I'm all sad. I don't like raisin cookies." But that's why she didn't get infected. She didn't eat the freaking cookies. To be fair, who's eating raisin cookies? Okay, also that. But are you are you following me here? Because listen, I will not have raisin slander in my own house. Okay, <laughs> fuck off. An oatmeal raisin cookie. It hits, okay? I do agree with what Zach's saying, though, and I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was just, it was kind of a blink and you'll miss it line. Um, and, and like, and I can't even take credit for seeing this. I saw this on the internet. Hmm. And I was blown I would have led with that. I would have, you yeah, know, yeah. Now, I, now I feel let down. Yeah, you buried oh, the lead there. Okay. Right. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, what, what do we think about all of, like, the extra Sarah stuff? I thought it was good. I thought that the only time in this episode that I was genuinely scared is what we talked about was the old lady like mm -hmm. blurred out like uh, behind you. And I'm like, oh, I, that, like that didn't even scare me. Did it was like when that? the little tentacles came out of her mouth. Yes. Oh, oh no. Mm -mm. That shit. Uh -huh. oh, that was like, and, what the, the, and the little tentacles were little tiny mushrooms. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Oh, um, what, how do we feel about, so one of my big things was why the hell did Joel come home for his birthday and then leave in the middle of the night only to then come back home? Because that's what happens in the game. Mm -hmm. Sarah just wakes up and Joel's not home. Yeah. And there's no real explanation as to why he's not home. He's just not home. I like that the explanation was, oh, my dipshit brother is in jail, so I got to go bail him out. And yeah. that's why he's not there. Yeah. I was like, ah, that's a great idea. Mm. Uh, I have thoughts on that. Was that not in the game? No. Oh. No, right. like I said, jo Joel was home with Sarah. They're watching a movie. And then he puts her to bed. And then Sarah wakes up because she hears a commotion outside. And Joel's just not there. It oh, felt like yeah. something was cut from the game and they just put it back in in the show yeah. now. Right, exactly. Um, but no, I, it was nice having an explanation for that kind of thing. Yep, yep. Um, and then I really liked that from... They changed the car, their car crash scene a little bit in the game. It's an 18-wheeler hits them. 
in the show, a fucking commercial airliner falls out of the sky yes. and a piece of debris hits their car. Oh, which, oh my god, that's so terrifying. Yeah, that was a uh, great shot. Too. A great shot. Because you saw the plane for like a 30 seconds before, like mm-hmm. even they noticed and you see it coming mm-hmm. in. Yeah, and it's that thing where it's like, oh, they're flying, they're, they're flying low. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're really low. Oh, oh, they're they're gonna oh, crash. They're yeah. Oh, okay, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then from but from the crash on, I had severe deja vu because I was like, oh, this is exactly the game. It was like shot for shot. Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. I thought the like the car driving scenes. Were oh like, yeah, you're looking at it. You're looking from, at it over like, Sarah's shoulder. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I thought was really interesting that they would keep that in there because it's kind of like a forced perspective thing where it's like yeah. I feel like I'm in the back of this car. I mean, <laughs> I'm not having fun, but I feel like I'm there. <laughs> right. Um, instead of like from Joel's perspective or even like third person, like mm-hmm. looking at down at the car. I just thought that was an interesting. You you have very little visibility about mm-hmm. what's going on around you, yeah. which is like what they would be experiencing. Well, that. I, exactly. I will say this. I think for all intents and purposes, the show is treating the viewers as if they've never played The Last of Us. They, mm-hmm. they don't know anything about The Last of Us. So the first 30 minutes, you're thinking Sarah's the main character of the show. Yeah. Because I mean, we don't see, we see Joel like twice. Yeah. In the first 30 minutes of the show, and then we get the next hour with Joel. But for all intents and purposes, Sarah's the main character for the first half of the episode. Um, and I think they did that on purpose also to then make her death even harder for the people who have seen it. Yeah. And it switched to Joel's perspective in the show at the same time you switched to Joel's perspective in, in the, the game, game as well after the car crash and everything. Yeah, and, like she can't walk out of carrier. Yeah. Because the, the cameras uh, in, the, in those first few scenes is actually lower, not by a lot, but enough that you feel like you're. Seeing it from the point of view of a child, yeah. or like Zach. Hey, hey, hey! I'm I'm sitting next to two people who are easily over six feet tall. Oh, six four here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> six five. But who's counting? <laughs> five eight. Short no, but, I, but Adam, I do I do agree with that. Mm. Yeah. Um. Then uh, we go go go. Car crash. Sarah dies. Super sad. Boo hoo. Um. And then we fast forward. I really liked that they, they kind of changed Joel's job description a little bit. Um, instead of being just only a smuggler, he's just doing whatever job he can to get lots of ration cards to fucking buy drugs to then sell them back mm-hmm. on the streets. Hell yeah. Yeah, um, I thought that was neat. Uh, the whole thing with the kid where they're like, oh, buddy, don't you worry. We're going to get you your favorite toys and your oh, favorite that was food. Now, the second she said, we're going to get you your favorite food, and I looked at my fiance, I was like, oh, this kid's fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah toast. When they, um, so uh, Zach's talking about the scene where the kid like wanders into, from outside the quarantine Yes, zone, he collapses. And, and then they test him. Um, they have like the little testing strips that, you know, red or green. Or, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Red, you, red you bad, want, green, good. You don't want red. <laughs> um, that hasn't changed. And uh, as soon as I saw him like do it behind, I was like, oh, that kid's sayonara. Like, it's been nice knowing you. Nice knowing you. But I also liked, like, because he was limping and the way he was walking at first, it really made it look like he was infected. Yeah. Because we don't see his face at first, and then we see his face is kind of normal, and you're like, huh, wonder what's going on here. And then you see the bite mark on his leg, and that's why he's right. limping. Um, But yeah, I liked that Joel isn't only just a smuggler, he's kind of doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how he asked for the bag back. He's like, I need that back. <laughs> because think about it. Who the fuck's making plastic bags? Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. That's his only bag. Yeah. You're a post-apocalyptic drug dealer. Like That's, that's your only hot, bag. Hot, he doesn't yeah. even use that just for drugs. He probably carries his change in it. Maybe he's got a little like ring he carries around in it sometimes. Who knows? He, it's a multi-purpose bag. Okay? Uh, <laughs> Do we know what kind of drugs those were? 
something I, from Atlanta. I believe you said they were painkillers. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. They, they, they were some there. kind of painkillers. They, yeah. they said, I, I don't know. I saw somewhere, like, they said the actual name, but I yeah. cannot confirm or deny that. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it was cool that that soldier was kind of like, come on, bro. Like, yeah. got me a break control. Like, hey, fuck you. Give me my actual money because you're selling me short already. Yeah. I love, I don't know if I'm getting too ahead of myself here, but I love that that is the guy that, that he comes the back later. Out. It makes it so much more personable that it's just one guy who's just happened to be taking a piss on the wrong wall. Uh-huh. Um, and it, it's him that comes back and gets, uh, it's, you know, punched into a puddle. Well, yeah, and so that scene changed um, a lot from, well, not a lot, but that scene changed from the game. So yeah, fuck it, we can just talk about it. Um, what is, Xander, I want to know, what did you think of that that entire them getting caught, them finding out Ellie was infected scene, because I liked it and disliked it at the exact same time. I liked it, because if you remember, in Game of Thrones, Pedro Pascal played um, Oberyn. Yes. And how does Oberyn die? He gets his face caved in by the mountain. Yeah. Now, how does Joel take out this police officer? <laughs> he gets his he, face caved in. With his, his fist. <laughs> uh, but then, uh, let me do you one better. How does Joel die? He gets his face blasted. So if I had a nickel for every time Pedro Pascal played a character who gets his face caved in, I'd only have two nickels, but it's weird that it happened twice. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, way, way to spoil the second game right, <laughs> right off the bat. Um, have you played the second game? Yeah, I have. Oh, because I haven't. <laughs> um, As but, if nobody knew. I mean, it's, it's I, was, I, was, I was well aware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I it, <laughs> we won't uh, talk about that we hear no, right? i enjoyed that yes. i didn't enjoy joel dying okay oh, yeah. i enjoyed that scene and honestly i'm not super nitpicky about it like i just thought like hey like i wrote that is one of the scenes that i remember distinctly from the game yes and i was like i know it wasn't matching up like one to one but i was like i also don't care because like i get to watch joel beat someone's face in and then mm-hmm. ellie like having to convince them that like listen i'm not infected i'm not well, infected convince them or just say hey i'm not let's go and then they go yeah that's okay, my that's, that's my big okay, thing where up until this point they were treating it as if no one's ever seen it that was the first point where i felt like oh huh yeah they're just expecting that we know that ellie's infected and we need to believe her yeah because for people who haven't like one of my coworkers is watching the show and i asked her i said so what do you think do you think she's infected or not? Because we don't have a confirmation in the show yet. And she's never played the game. She knows nothing about it. She goes, I don't think she's, I, I think, I don't think she's immune. I think she's fucking them over. Mm. And she was like, her boyfriend thinks that she is immune. He, again, same boat as hers. He doesn't know anything. Mm. So it was just that thing where I thought it was weird because in the game, they make a big deal. Tess pulls a gun on her in the game. is like, yo, I'll, I'll, I'll cap your brains out right yeah, now. Like, yeah. don't, don't fuck with us. So I, I'm sure they'll do that in the next episode. I just thought, huh, they really just glossed right over that one yeah. for you. Um, but at the same time, I love that scene because I, I liked the flashback that they did. Yes, that's exactly what I was about to say. Because all right, they're you go. all right. Well, yeah, exactly. Because in the game, they didn't do the overt flashback of showing him holding Sarah right before she was going to get shot. They did that in the show to nail home the point that. Yes, he has PTSD. That is something he's going to be working through over the course of the series. And I, I think that's a good way. Like, some pe- there might be people on the internet who's like, oh, well, they're just spoon-feeding it. It's like, it, it needs to be made clear what his what he's going through as well as his intentions as to what it, why he's going to save his brother and all that kind of yes. stuff. And I think that is just a, one small change that was made uh, for the right reasons for the case of the TV show versus the video game. I 100% agree. It was... It- it was deer in the headlights. In that moment, that girl behind her, behind him could have very well been Sarah. Absolutely. 
um, which I loved. And I liked, too, going back to what we were saying, it's the same guy that he was selling drugs to for, I assume, months now. Yeah. Joel, I'm sure, even with the switchblade in this guy's leg, could have talked his way out of it. Mm-hmm. Because it's a guy that he's known. He's he helps this guy out like and like yeah the guy's doing his job stuff but I if Joel could have talked his way out of it again it's that PTSD thing where he's like oh my god I am back right now holding my daughter and she's about we're about to die and he, he's like I'm not making that mistake again yeah absolutely um um um, um I was gonna say something else and I forgot so someone riff riff. I think it's important that they have the same writer as the creative director. So Neil Druckmann yes. was the creator d- director in both of the games, as well as many other things like Uncharted and shit. Yep. Um, but I think that's really important. And I have no idea why other video game adaptations, adaptations don't do this. I don't know if it's a disregard of video games as a medium. Um, maybe not thinking it's as important as film or... But why didn't... Hey, like, why wouldn't they do that with Halo? Why wouldn't they do that with Resident Evil? Why wouldn't they do that with... The sh- all the shitty Mortal Kombat movies. Like, it's right. just, I think it's super important to be like, hey, this is the source material. This mm-hmm. came from his brain. We might as well pick it and have him do shit. And he, um, Neil Druckmann directs one of the episodes. I don't think it was this one. I, I think don't. it's the next one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's directing one in this season. Mm-hmm. I know that. Yeah, and Nick just... Offerman. Nick mm-hmm. Offerman's going to Oh be my God. So. Bill's Town is, and I will say it, the best part of the first game. I agree. Nick yeah. Offerman is playing Bill. For those of you that don't know, Nick Offerman is Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec. Yeah. There you go. He's and another thing. I, yeah. Um, oh, my. It just, fuck, it's going to be so good because Bill is such a cool, complex character already in the game. So it's going to be really cool to see how they do it mm-hmm. in the show because Nick Offerman would not have been my first, second, or third choice to play Bill. So I'm very interested <laughs> to see how it's going to go. Um, I'm not worried at all about it. Um, I also remember what I was going to say. How do we feel about the change? Because it's a big change with um, Joel and Tommy's relationship. Uh, be more specific than that. I will remind you. In the game, Joel has to bring Ellie to the Fireflies. And someone's like, oh, well, Tommy's a Firefly. And Joel's like, I haven't fucking talked to Tommy in years. Right. In this, Tommy's only been gone for two weeks. How, how are we feeling about that? I like it. Um, I, I forgot that that's where the relationship was in the game. It has been a while since I played mm-hmm. it, but um, I like that Joel because if it was just Joel out there by himself, I mean he'll have he has Tess and everything, but um, it, it, he feels more disconnected since he is mm-hmm. still uh, communicating with his brother. Right. It, it makes him feel more grounded, more relatable. Right. Um, so I, I, I think that's a, a decent change. I think I also liked it. I also liked that the thing that sent him on the journey wasn't just that they got fucked over by this guy named Robert because he sold their guns to someone else. I liked that it was, I need a car battery so I can fix a car to go find my dumbass little brother so he doesn't get himself killed out there. Right. Yeah. I liked that that was the motivation for him to then get out because then all that stuff leads him to finding Ellie, blah, 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 in the show. Yeah, I, hold on. Can we just take this back for a yeah. second? So his, I don't know, I don't know if this is, oh, we just talked about how it's different. Okay, was his plan to drive from Boston, Massachusetts mm-hmm. to Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. No, it's all right. It, all right, all right it's a dumb that, plan. That's a long shot, baby. I, I couldn't do that, and we have a functioning government. <laughs> oh, no, no, I couldn't well. either. I mean, it's, it's a long shot, and I think even he knows that. But he's yeah. like, I gotta do something. Like, yeah, I, I gotta do it. Um, but again, I just I like that more than some guy sold our guns, and now we're mad about it. <laughs> like, yeah. 
Like, it, feels, it, it, it feels like a little bit more, more in line with Joel's character, I think, like overall. Maybe yes. not like what he is initially, but like what mm-hmm. he's going to be. And yes. kind of like bridges maybe a little bit of a gap. Yes, yes, yes. I, I agree. Um, I like the whole thing with the radio where she totally plays him. And she's like, so 60s means nothing new. 70s means something new. 80s is what? He's like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. She goes, and so like, you know, he's sleeping on the couch or whatever. And he's hanging out with Ellie. He just met Ellie. She's like, oh, hey, by the way, um, they were playing some 80s song. And he's like, what? He got all, like, all jumpy. She's like, ha, 80s means danger. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, all right. I was like, I like this, I like this. Okay, elephant in the room. What did we all think of Bella Ramsey as Ellie? Because, believe it or not, the internet is kind of a contentious place. And people either like it or they fucking hate it. Yeah. Never heard of on the internet, I know. Yeah, I know. There can't possibly be a gray area. Well, guess what? What? I don't think we've seen enough of her yet. I can't. I can't really tell if I, I like also her agree. or dislike yeah. them. It, it just not. I, there's something about it that I, I, just, I can't put my finger on it. But I, I like it. But I don't like it at the same. There's just something about it. There's just something about it, and I'm not sure yet. Mm-hmm. I think, and this is me. Yep. Who rarely thinks <laughs> things in general. I think that Ellie's lines in the game. Can come off extremely cringy at times. Yes, and because you have to—I mean, young girl who's you know living in this dystopian like post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. world, like you know rough around the edges, like always right. looking out for um, themselves. So I think that there are going to be times where I think that um, Bella is saying a cringy line or a cringy situation, right. but that is coming directly from the source material, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and literally like there were times when I was playing The Last of Us where I'm like. Like face, oh, like boy. like face palming. Like, <laughs> yeah, I can't believe she just said. Anytime that. <laughs> in the show, Ellie says "motherfucker." Like, anytime, yeah, yeah. anytime yeah. Ellie swears in the show, it's yeah. just like "ooh, fuck you." Fuck you. Like, yeah. and she does it a lot, and it, like it never feels good, and it, yeah. it never felt good. So I, I, I think Bella's doing a great job so far. I will say though, I liked the scene where they were like, "All right, hold out your arm, count to count to ten, <laughs> like one, two, three, seven, eight, fuck." I was like, yeah, with the finger, like, that, yeah. was, no, that was perfect. That was Ellie right there. Um, yeah. I, I agree with Adam. Don't think we've, I, I, we, we haven't seen enough of her, of Ellie yet. So I think I just need to keep write it out, and maybe I'll be able to pinpoint what is I don't like, or maybe it is just that like uh, I have such a distinct version of Ellie, uh, how Ellie is supposed to act in my head that maybe it's. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I, don't, I just, I don't know. I think it's just, I think. You're right, though, Tuziana, dude, with the line delivery. It's just the entire, a, a lot of Ellie's lines are cringy. Yeah. So maybe that's why yeah. I'm like, ooh, I don't know. And I think they fixed it in the second one a little bit. Like, as she gets it. more agency as, as, like, a character. But, like, I distinctly remember the first one being like, ooh, just a swear like, here. This person never fears. talked to a teenage girl before, <laughs> for better or for worse right. in this situation. Right, 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 right. Um, all right, cool. So... How, how how much of like the entire game do we know? Because I want to make like predictions of like where certain parts and story beats are gonna fall in like certain episodes. I just want to like. Gauge. I mean, I've played the full first game. I haven't played the second game at all. Though. Okay. I played the first game when it came out. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So my thought is episode two is. So gonna... you know, so you're gonna be guiding this I, discussion. I, I guess so. Jesus. Um, I'm, it's I'm the pixel pal now. now. Yeah, now um, I think the second episode is going to be them making their way through the dilapidated uh, downtown walking. Um, it's going to be them making their way through the dilapidated skyscraper. And do you think that the end of episode two is when they're going to find out that the fireflies that they were supposed to deliver Ellie to are pretty much gone? So 
I think the end of episode two is going to be Tess dying. Oh, just, oh, mm. that, happens? that happens pretty much at the exact same time. Yeah. They they find out that the fireflies are Gonzo, and then Tess has a mental breakdown. It's like, well, fuck, well, I'm bit, so mm -hmm. I'm out. Oh wow, there's soldiers behind us because we totally just murked that guy. And then she, I'll sacks, hold them off. Sacks, you go. Sacks, That's yeah. gonna be the end of episode two. I just fucking forgot that Tess dies. Yeah, and I was just gonna say. I think Tess's actor, um, Anna Torv, phenomenal. Oh, she's, she's great. I really liked her. She's crushing yeah. Um, a fringe frame. Uh, fringe frame. Fringe fame. There it is. She's, she's but on see, fringe. now I don't know though. But also, I can never trust IMDb because it's saying that she's in five episodes. Yeah, there could, could be flashbacks. Could be flashbacks. Yeah, because it's also saying um, Bill's in four episodes, and I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, um, definitely. It looks like it's definitely going to be flashbacks. Oh, yeah. Or, or this, or it takes them a really long time to get to there because it says <laughs> she's in the first five episodes. Oh wow! Huh? Maybe they don't kill her off. That would be wild. That, that would be, be fucking a wild. Huge change. No, but like, and I think I might like it. I might like it, but then because they were saying like. Bill is in fucking five episodes, and I'm like, I don't think that's true, or four episodes. Someone remind me who the fuck Perry is. What? Perry? 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 Played the, by Jeffrey Pierce, who will be in um, the next episode. The platypus? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't fucking know. Ooh, we have a new character? Maybe. Possibly. Character. I mean, Kim is a new character. That is true. Kim's just some random freaking firefly, firefly person. Yeah. We can assume that there yeah. was someone, you know, right. that they just gave a name. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, uh, there's another fun fact. Uh, Marlene, played by the same actress that played Marlene in the video yes. game. Yes, yes, yeah. that, yes, oh, that, I did know that's that. Cool. Yes. I didn't know. Yeah. yes, Merle Dandridge did both the video game and that. Um, I think episode three is going to be Bill's Town. Maybe maybe we get two episodes of Bill's Town. Holy crap. Could you imagine? Well, it says Bill's in it for four episodes. Uh, but the, again, that's why I'm like, I don't trust. I, I don't, oh, I don't yeah. trust yeah, we, IMDb with yeah. those whole episode things. Because I'll go on shows that have been out for fucking years. And they're like, oh, so-and-so is in 168 episodes of this show. I'm like, there's only 12 episodes out. Like, no, they're not. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I think episode three is going to be Bill's Town. I think episode four is going to be when they make it to Pittsburgh. Makes sense. I think episode five is going to be the fallout of Pittsburgh. I think episode six is going to be them running into Tommy. Episode seven is going to be them at the campus when Joel gets stabbed. Episode eight is going to be wintertime with Ellie. Episode nine finale. That sounds like a fantastic Christmas episode. <laughs> wintertime with Ellie. Um... It you know this is one of the most highest rated TV shows on IMDb right now. I yeah. fucking it, as it should be. <laughs> yeah, it, it is phenomenal. So we kind of have an outline of what we think the season's going to go with. Yep. But I would be surprised if they stay that linear with it. Like I, mean, really... I would too. I would too. I mean, and I, I I'm brushing with broad strokes. Like like this is where they're gonna like like this is where they're gonna land and they're gonna change shit as it goes. Like it's just like I mean it like when I say Bill's Town, they're gonna be a Bill's Town. I don't know if they're going to follow the story verbatim for the game. When they're in Pittsburgh, they're going to be in the city of Pittsburgh, and certain things that happen in the game will happen, and I'm sure other things will happen as well, right. which I'm excited for. I'm glad, too, that they're not just doing the game because I've already played the game and I know the game. <laughs> I want to have new things. I yeah. want to see new things. I've always found that weird when people are like, oh, they should make the show, but it should be exactly like it was in the game or exactly like it was in the book. Like, you already know the story. Why do you want the same exact story again? Have someone else with a new, fresh take on it. 
take the reins and go. Exactly. That's always what I've said, where it's like, yo, if you, like, so just go play the game, go read the book if you want that story. But right. don't go too far from the story, because then you get the Halo TV show, and it makes no fucking sense. <laughs> and as someone who's played every single Halo game, I'm like, what is happening? Like, I shouldn't be confused right now. Exactly. Um, I saw this really funny TikTok this morning, where um, it was... It was, like, right after Joel beats the shit out of the soldier at the end of the episode, and he picks up his M4, and they're like, yo, what the fuck? He got the best gun in the game this early? <laughs> um, at the end of the last one, you get an M4, um, yep. like, off of just some random firefly, and that's, like, it's a fucking fully auto rifle. There's ammo mm -hmm. for it everywhere. It's the best gun in the game, clearly. Yeah. And so it's just funny that they're like, yo, he gets it this early on, yo, they're going to make it there in no time. <laughs> it's also funny. It's just, like, he gets the M4, and it's, like, actually probably has bullets in it instead of being like oh here's two bullets yeah. your next two bullets will be two hours from now <laughs> exactly, you have, exactly you have to find these bullets in some random dresser drawer in some person's house yeah get ready to start crouching <laughs> um so what did you guys think about the lack of infected in this first episode though do you think they're holding their cards for mm -hmm. like you know for this next episode to be like yo like we got we got you hooked and now you're in for a fucking treat yeah, I, I like it because it builds that sense of dread, especially for those who haven't seen the show. Well, exactly. That it builds that sense of something's coming. We don't really know. We haven't really had the full view of the clickers. We haven't really seen this with the exception of that one guy that was uh, in a wall. I was just uh, going to say that. you know, That jump scare got me, though. I, yeah, I will yeah, admit it, that. It, <laughs> um, yeah, because, uh, you know, it, for all intents and purposes, you see a lot when uh, during Outbreak Day, but like not, like you don't get a close look. But you got a close look on three. The old lady, mm -hmm. the dude chasing him in the beginning before Sarah gets shot, mm -hmm. and the dude on the wall. Mm -hmm. That's it. So we see two normal dudes and a fungus dude. Yeah. Yeah. So I really do think they're holding their cards to their chest, because even in the trailers, we barely get any glimpse. We get a quick, like, blink and you miss it clicker, yeah. a blink and you miss it bloater. That, that moment when we're going to see in the show, or hear, rather, the, those clicks for the first time is going to send chills down my spine, gonna, and I already all know of ours. Yeah, all I, of I was reading uh, a review earlier today from someone who had never played the video game mm -hmm. um, and was they what they would, you know, self-proclaimed horror enthusiasts. And they said that if... That they might have... This was his opinion, not mine, but I do kind of agree with it. I think they played their cards a little too close to their chests by, like... I mean, you have an hour and a half runtime right. for this episode, you right. know? And I do think that they teased it, but if you were watching this, like, expecting, like, a full-on zombie survival show, like, I could see how some people might be like, well, where the fuck are the zombies? <laughs> like, I could see that, but it's not The Walking Dead where it's like, Okay, zombie time. Rick wakes up, <laughs> blast him. Like, like, right, like, right. So, and then I, I start a blast. And you have to think that this guy, um, uh, Mike Chazen, Crazen, whatever, Chernobyl man, um, yeah. man, that would be a cool superhero, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, the guy who directed Chernobyl, it plays out like Chernobyl does. It's like, yeah. oh, well, I know it goes boom, but it, it, it's not going boom yet. <laughs> We're three episodes in, no boo. Like I, I think that they're purposely doing it to have better viewer retention. I also yes. think, and this is just how like my brain works. Like you know, episode one is level one, so we got like, 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 like you know, the easy. It's just the ones that run. Yeah. Level two, a little bit harder. The clickers, they're a little bit scary. You got to be a little more sneaky. Level three is gonna be episode three. We're gonna see a fucking bloater. Mm. All right, them shits are hard. Level four, 
who the fuck knows? Because I have a feeling a we're going to get... A from Left for Dead. They just <laughs> snuck one of those in. <laughs> they hope no one would notice. They... <laughs> we noticed. Because um, I have a feeling where they're going to introduce new types of infections in this show. Like a witch oh, from yeah. Left for Dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's going to be Elliot. Those are terrifying. Though. Like, I, I'd prefer the witches from Minecraft, to be fair. Yeah, I prefer I know, the witches those are from Those are fucking like... terrifying. Like, Less terrifying yeah. than Left for Dead, though. Yeah, that's true. That's... Yeah, but at least like there's just crime you leave them be like, <laughs> like they don't bother you unless you're like shooting them with a shotgun so i think we're kind of running we're, we're at a 42 minute runtime here holy uh so yeah. you know we're almost at the length of the episode uh, so i think we're um i think we're gonna wrap it up if anybody has anything else they want to add uh, the uh, very dad 2003 cell phone case got yeah. me in Dude. all the nostalgia yeah. places. Oh my god! Yes, I on, the, on his Motorola non-flipping phone, Nokia brick phone with a leather case around it. I was like, wait, am I watching my dad right now? <laughs> I also liked how in the old person's house they had the, the cat with the clock. Yeah, uh, and the tail swings yeah. in the eyes. But I was like, that's the most 2003 thing. Oh, do we talk about um, at least the Easter egg that I brought up before the show? No, oh my god, we didn't talk about it. So in the show, show. uh, Sarah borrows a movie from the um, like the old lady. Their neighbors, yeah. And that, what is that movie called, Zach? That movie is called Curtis and Viper Two. For those of you that don't know, Joel is a big movie guy. He likes really corny '80s action movies. Curtis and Viper Two is a in the world is a corny '80s action movie. So they were having a movie night, and then. Outbreak day happens. Sarah dies super sad. Um, because that and them watching Curtis and Viper 2, that wasn't in the first game. That's something they added. Yeah. And they totally did that on purpose because in The Last of Us Part 2, Ellie and Joel were gonna make up and their first time hanging out together after they had this big fucking fight and didn't talk for a year and a half was gonna be to watch Curtis and Viper 2 together. And then oh. Joel gets his face caved in and oh. dies. So the last movie that he watched with his actual biological daughter was going to be the first movie that he watched with his pseudo daughter after like mm. a big fight. Oh. Which I was like what the fuck? Like mm-hmm. yeah, like it was just oh, so perfect. Rough times. Yep, yeah. so perfect. It's <laughs> like, I'm not crying. I have something in my eye. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not crying. I just have tears in my eyes. <laughs> um so we're not going to do Pixel Pal show and tell today because we Talked about what we're watching. Oh, but so, I did oh, watch uh, one little thing. Uh, the Mandalorian season three trailer. Came oh out. my god, yeah. Trailer came out. It was pretty okay. fucking sweet. And that's and, it. And how's that? It looks good. Okay. It's gonna be good. It's more Mandalorian. Come on, Daddy Pascal. Oh, dude, yeah. fucking Pedro Pascal's gonna own the next like. How three much months. time does he have? Is there two of them? And yes. Yeah. So listen, <laughs> the time turn. The la- I know. Listen, the last three episodes of Last of Us are gonna line up with the first three episodes of Mandalorian. <laughs> So Pedro Pascal <laughs> special hour, yes. all Pedro all yeah. the time. Um, yep. Adam, is there anything that you are watching or playing that is um, relevant? Uh, just replaying Red Dead Redemption Two because it's an amazing game and everybody should go play that a second and third and fourth time. And okay, you like it. being sad, apparently. I yeah. thoroughly enjoy. It's not that I like being sad; it's just my default. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll still say this to this day: that Red Dead Online is the biggest. Flop. Flop ever. Because Red Dead Redemption 2, perfect. Imagine 
you have like a GTA five online experience, mm. except it's cowboys. Yes. And not just people that run around in the KKK hoods. And last on you. <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately that's what happened. Yep. So it it's, gave them that option. Yes. It's, I, why yeah. is that an option? It's a racist horse riding oh, simulator. Oh, <laughs> which is terrible. Um, it is, but horrible. I have um I started playing Fallout Three again. That that was mm. it. Because I also like to be sad. Um, <laughs> like I feel like that makes you like a different kind of sad than yeah. Brenda does, though. And yeah, I, I recently found out that you know, in this, have you ever played Fallout Three? Uh, no, okay. I have not actually. So in the you play as a baby, mm-hmm. and you grow up in the vault in like different sequences. Mm-hmm. And apparently, someone found out that when you are a baby, they didn't make a model of the baby. They just scale down the human to like really small. So there's a third person picture of you of your dad holding you and you're just like a tiny man like not a baby a tiny man and i just thought that was the funniest thing i've ever it's seen it's just a guy because it's, it's a, you, didn't, just a guy. you can't go third person at that point so you're just locked into first person right yeah so, like i'm sure you have to do some like cops come yeah, yeah. To, that's so good oh, and then another thing that's fun is that all of the assets for team fortress 2 just got leaked um, so people are just doing weird stuff with the models, and I'm here for it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how it took them this long. But. Yeah. All right. We Thanks. appreciate all of us um, listening. Adam, thank you for coming on the show. We hope you had a good time. Absolutely. It was a blast. Yeah, thanks for coming, man. Um, hope you all are ready for us to talk about The Last of Us for the next eight weeks. Cause... Yeah, I, you know, I think this is good for our brand. We've been pretty inconsistent about everything so far. Yeah, maybe so we'll think, just become a Last of Us yeah. review podcast. That would be fun. <laughs> Sounds like content creation. Yeah. 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 Um, it's very reminiscent of, um, what is that podcast that I, no. I don't know. This isn't going to be fun while I try to remember. Um, oh, the worst idea of all time, ah. where they watch like the same movie every week. Um, they watch Sex in the City 2 every day or every week for a year. Oh. And it's so funny when they get to like week 50 and they're like, we, and they're, they're in New Zealand. So I just like their accents oh, too. And they're like, man, it's been a wild ride, hasn't it? We're almost done with a year. And then they, they do bad movies, right? So it, they did Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. Oh, 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 two Paul Blart called Mall Cop 2. They made a not, second one of not those. The first, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, Good no. to know. Yeah. So, Electric Boogaloo. Oh, no. <laughs> I uh, want to thank everybody for coming out uh, and listening. Adam, thank you for being here. Follow us on Twitter, Pixel Pals Pod, um, Patreon, Pixel Pals, and um, email us at pixelpalspodcasting at gmail.com. Pixel Pals out. Pixel Pals out.